G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, you know, on this program we'll often bring Christian insights into politics, even though for some Christians who've grown up thinking that somehow or other our faith is detached from politics, uh, we recognise there's a need to talk about that certainly in this day and age when Politics is even trampling on the truth and the church. Let's talk some more about these sorts of things today. Bill Muhlenberg, Christian cultural commentator, has been writing about political ignorance in the church and saying that inaction these days no longer cuts it. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Great to be back. Uh, Well, Bill, there is another state election on the way in Western Australia. The voters will be off to the polls on the 13th of March. And again, we come around this idea of Christians and our involvement in politics. Give us an impression here. The way you think here in Australia, Christians tend to approach politics. Well, like uh, much of the West, sadly, we still have to pull teeth a little bit to get Christians to take seriously their political and social responsibilities. Um, Obviously, in a place like here where you've got uh, mandatory voting, uh, you really do need to be aware of who you're voting for and so on. Uh, In places like the States where it's voluntary voting, well, there too, we got to get Christians, many of whom simply sit it out and don't vote. So there we got to get them involved in the first place to even go to the polling station. So I think in much of uh, the West, we have Christians who've been a bit too complacent, uh, too unwilling to take an involved look at what's happening in society, what's happening in politics, and it's often to our detriment as more and more Politicians and political parties are being elected that are quite clearly hostile to the faith and everything we believe in, and many of them, in fact, helping to shut down the Christian faith, evangelism, uh, sharing biblical truth, and so on. So as the days get worse, uh, Christians need more than ever to be getting involved, to be aware of what's happening and to getting into some of these things that we don't like to often do, but we need to, and that includes politics. Well, Bill, how do we reconcile the idea that through the decades, Christian leaders, prominent Christian leaders, have told many Christians that politics is grubby, it's not the game for Christians, uh, Christians are all about winning a soul, winning the lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you reconcile that there are differences in what leaders have said to the church about political involvement over these years? Yeah, well, we've seen that. If you know your church history, we've seen uh, uh, those very things, quite different views on all of this. For example, at the time of the Reformation, the mainstream reformers, Luther and Calvin, certainly recognized 
that God created the state and we have responsibilities to it, but what we also uh, have called the radical reformers, groups like the Anabaptists, they took a very much hands-off approach. They said the state is wrong, Christians should have no political involvement whatsoever. So those uh, two kind of major ways of looking at these things have carried through even till today, where some Christian leaders, as you say, will tell you that our game is simply to win souls, to share the gospel. We don't have a political, social calling. Politics is of the devil, so you certainly still get that. But you have others who are beginning to be aware of their social responsibilities, their political duties. So, uh, yeah, it's still a mixed bag even today. And in one of my new articles, I do look at uh, one uh, fairly famous American pastor who seems to have had a change of heart on this. And your reference to that American pastor is John MacArthur, a well-known evangelical leader, and uh, he's had a bit of a a backflip on some of the things that he was saying uh, some time ago. Yeah, it certainly seems to be the case. Uh, I recall around 20 years ago he had a book uh, appear with the title Why Government Can't Save You, I uh, actually wrote a review of it back then, 20 years ago, saying I normally quite like John MacArthur, a lot of what he has to say I you know, quite agree with, but I couldn't agree with him on that book. I just thought it was a fairly foolish volume. It said, again, what we've already discussed, really Christians should be evangelizing, sharing the gospel. Uh, Political involvement is kind of a distraction. It it takes us away from the main game. We really don't want to get into that too much. So I just said, well, look, historically, uh, the real deal Christians that I know of have always done both. They've obviously preached the gospel, tried to save souls, but they were involved in social action. They were involved in... Uh, trying to be salt and light in the political arena and everything that goes with it, like, uh, you know, anything from dealing with the slave trade to prison reform, helping improve the conditions of women and children, education, you name it. That has been the history of Christian mission. So at the time, I kind of uh, chewed out John MacArthur a bit for having a somewhat silly approach. Why do we have to pick one or the other? Why not both, I think, is biblical. But it seems the whole COVID uh, crisis of the past year has maybe uh, really started to, I think, awaken him as to what's going on. So we recall that when uh, California Governor Newsom has had all the California churches shut down, Well, MacArthur took a pretty strong stance saying, hey, uh, worship is not a non-essential service. It's something we are called to do. It's a must part of the Christian life. And so he took a stand against that political order of keeping the churches shut. And I noticed just recently with uh, Joe Biden sworn in as president on Inauguration Day, putting his hand on the Bible, uh, MacArthur uh, reacted quite strongly to that one as well, saying, how dare you put your hand on the Bible when you don't even believe what's in the Bible, even though a nominal Catholic, of course, he's one of the 
very strong pro-abortion, pro-homosexuality Democrats that we have. So MacArthur was really uh, taking him to task. So these and some other things are leading me to believe that uh, MacArthur is, you know, that he's woken up a bit and he says, wait a minute, we do need to have an interest in politics. We can't pretend it's not going to affect us. It is. Uh, the church is always impacted by political decisions, and so he seems to be one example of somebody who used to be hands-off, but now he's turned around a bit and he's getting hands-on. So while the church is allowed to flourish and fulfill its mission, the idea of pursuit of politics is far from the thinking, and the encouragement is to believers to get on with the mission. But when the church comes under pressure, as is happening right now, and all of these circumstances that you've been mentioning, then all of a sudden the mission is under threat and we have to review which way we are to go. And so this idea of being able to walk and chew gum at the same times you've got to be able to do both. You've got to be able to pursue the mission and uh, the other hand, uh, have your sword on, on hand uh, to combat the way that freedoms are being taken away. Yeah, the case could be made that just because exactly we've had so much non-involvement in politics because so many Christians haven't been aware of the social and political ramifications of their faith, that's exactly why we now have uh, so much hostility, especially coming out of government, to Christianity. We've kind of shot ourselves in the foot by staying aloof for so long uh, not letting our faith have that expression in the political and social realms, we've uh, allowed things to degenerate so bad that now we're pretty well going to be paying the price. All of us who are faithful biblical Christians, one way or another, we're going to be, uh, you know, it's going to get a lot worse. So um, that's uh, sadly to our shame that we allowed this to happen, but if, hopefully at this late stage it wakes us up a bit and it says, to most Christian churches and leaders, uh-oh, we better get involved here. We're uh, causing a lot of grief if we don't. Well, hopefully if it's not too late, we can start turning some things around, and that includes even at this upcoming election that we have in uh, WA in a few weeks. So on the one hand, you have the Church's Commission and evangelism. On the other hand, you have this idea of social responsibility. That's been a long tension between different churches as to which direction they'll pursue. But yeah. underneath that social responsibility comes this whole idea of political action. And uh, I suspect mm -hmm. that that's something we need to sharpen ourselves on and become all the more efficient with. Yeah, well, again, as as we say, if we study church history, we you know we we've been there, done that. It, there's nothing new here. Uh, we can see the extremes. We already mentioned some at the time of the Reformation. In the last several centuries, we've seen more of the same. Those Christians who've tended to do only the kind of social action type stuff have often been either liberal Christians, theologically liberal, or even leftist 
political Christians. They, you know, may not have cared too much about preaching the gospel, but they thought if they did a lot of social good, that would uh, uh, fulfill their mission. On the other hand, we had some Christians, maybe the more fundamentalist of a century ago, who thought we should only evangelize and have nothing to do with social action. So again, historically, most of the church for most of its 2,000 years has avoided those two extremes and said, look, we got to do both. We have to feed hungry people and we have to feed their souls as well. In fact, it's going to be hard to tell somebody the gospel if they're starving or homeless and so on. We need to deal with the whole man as God created them. So we minister to their soul. We want to get their spirit saved, but we minister to their body as well. So in that new article I mentioned, I also quote some of the the great evangelicals like John Stott, who decades ago kept trying to make emphasis. We have to do both. We have to get souls saved, but we have to deal with the whole person as God made them to be. So if they're hungry, we give them food. If they're in need of shelter, we help that way. And for, for too long, we've allowed the state uh, to kind of do all those things when historically it was often the churches who fed the poor, were involved in education, were involved in welfare of different types. So it's just getting this kind of holistic Christianity back in the picture that we've tended to miss. Well, one of your latest articles is called Political Ignorance and Inaction No Longer Cut It. And for listeners who want to take their understanding and their growing knowledge by way of how a Christian worldview impacts on the action that we might take in our lives, including that level of political action, a great place to start with Bill Muhlenberg's blog. Let me point people to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch, one word, and you'll be able to read some of the latest articles that Bill has written and, of course, an archive of thousands of articles on all sorts of great topics that will inform the Christian believer about the issues that we're facing today. So BillMuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch, one word. Bill, thanks so much for updating us today on 2020. Thanks again, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 